Hi, welcome. Thank you for tuning to Life Plus Up with your host Kevin Yang. For all the listeners, Life Plus Up is a podcast dedicated in making your life better by achieving success in three core components of life: personal, financial, and career. In each episode, we'll be bringing some of the most positive and inspiring news, followed by introducing programs to help out with personal finance. We'll coach you some professional skills to help you advance in your career, and be your resources for a better lifestyle and health. You can find the newest episode every Wednesday by follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google, or much more. At the end of each episode, I will answer some of the questions from our listeners. So if you have a question, please email me or DM me on Instagram, or just by clicking on the voice link listed in the description. Remember, if you find this podcast informative and helpful, please share with someone that you think this can help. So now, let's have a great show. Here it goes again. You felt a sharp pain in your stomach as you started your daily hour commute to work. You started your day by waking up with cold sweats long before your alarm sounds. Everything you eat has become tasteless recently. Activities and gathering that used to inspire no longer interest you. All you think about is the long, stressful workday ahead. You already imagine a long line of unsatisfied customers waiting to complain as you have severe short staff that your senior management refuses to address. The job that you used to enjoy has become simply miserable. All your aspirations have been forgotten as promises made to you during the recruiting were nothing but empty. You ask yourself, "What happened? How did I end up like this?" Why can I feel positive? How do I overcome this anxiety? Welcome to season two, episode two. Three keys to break away from everyday anxiety. A simple guide to live your day. First, I want to thank all the listeners to bear with us for the whole entire month of hiatus. Now. Many listeners know that I'm currently in the graduate program with NYU. Now, with curriculums and all the transitions happening at work, it really put a halt on a lot of other projects I'm currently working with. Now, with the hiatus being finished, I'm glad to announce that we'll be going back to our weekly Wednesday podcast, starting with this episode. And of course, that many can already assume that there's a lot of questions in our mailbags. I promise to make sure that we will address them in our following. Now, just a short trailer to what's going to be happening in this season. Now, in this season, we're going to be having few series that we will have topic relating to one and another's. So we'll be able to introduce complete concepts to all our listeners, starting with financial planning on episode four. With a three episodes, and then we're gonna follow up with some sales leadership series that we'll have some guests coming on to our show 
to talk about their current sales strategies, also about their experiences and success stories. So stay tuned. We have all the good programs and content ready for you all throughout the entire 2021. Now, before we start the show, normally I would like to highlight a charity group, but as we all see the news recently, we see there are many countries out there are still struggling with the second or even the third wave of COVID. India is currently going through one of the worst pandemic comparing to anywhere else. With close to 200,000 cases on daily basis, and the death toll already surpassed 300,000, and this figure is going up higher and higher. The local hospitals are all overwhelmed that the doctor even asked the patients to bring their own oxygens. And of course, uh, currently the oxygen price are going through the roof in the black markets as everybody's trying to protect themselves. Now with this, I would like you guys to go ahead and visit a link called UNICEF USA, which is currently dedicating a fund specially for helping India. We know that a lot of your neighbors, a lot of your friends, and maybe some of co-workers, maybe Indian-American, imagine the hardship they are currently going through, that since the border is closed, they cannot fly in, but your little donations would definitely go a very long way. Now, if you want to go ahead and visit UNICEF USA, simply by using the link below. Now, before we start our episode, as you all know, I would love to kick off our episode with some positive and inspiring news. Today, our news is brought to you by CNN The Good Stuff. It's written by Ella Alazar. The title is, After finding a Christmas wish list tied to a balloon, this man drove hundreds of miles to make two little girls' dream come true. Twin sisters received a late Christmas gift from a stranger almost 650 miles away after he found a holiday wish list tied to a balloon. In December, Latasha Flores Gonzalez had her four-year-old Luna Gianella Gonzalez tie their list to balloons and release them into the sky above their home in Liberal, Kansas. It was their way of reaching Santa Claus. It was important doing something special for my girls because of the hard year we have during the coronavirus pandemic. I want them to feel like 2020 was another year spent with mom making beautiful memories, Flores Gonzalez told CNN. It was never with the purpose someone will found the balloon. I thought it would deflate and would just disappear somewhere in the tree nearby. But one of those balloons did make it to a man with the white facial hair and the big heart. Alvin Benberg was deer hunting in Grand Cane, Louisiana in late December when he spotted one of the balloons tangled in the tree. I saw that balloon and God spoke to me, he said. You need to get this. And second of all, you need to get that trash out of the woods. Benberg told CNN. When I got it, I noticed a folded yellow piece of paper sealed with a red star. It was a Christmas lift from a girl named Luna. Luna has asked Santa to bring her candy, a Spider-Man bowl, a frozen doll, a puppy, and my little pony toy. The holidays kept Bimberg and his wife Leanne Leper Bimberg distracted, but they 
didn't forget about the list. In early January, Ben Burke shared his discovery with family and friends on Facebook. Would love to know when it was launched. Looks like it traveled over 600 miles. Feel free to share, Ben Burke wrote. So many people shared a post that eventually reached Flores Gonzalez. When we found out someone actually found Luna's balloon, we were just in shock. Flores Gonzalez said, We couldn't believe how kind people were. We were overwhelmed with love, and that's what really mattered. Flores Gonzalez received requests to share Ginella's list as well. After she did, both girls began receiving gifts from Bimberg's family, friends, co-workers, and even old schoolmates. Finally, in May-April, after a month of communication, the Bimbergs drove six hours to meet Flores Gonzalez and the twins and give them one last present. We had text, talk, and FaceTime before we ever met. It was clear we had a connection, Bimberg said. When we met, it was just like meeting family. During the meeting, Bimberg presented the girls with a Dachshund puppy fulfilling Luna's Christmas wish list. The girls were overjoyed and quickly named Max. Together, the family shared a meal where they laugh and bond over shared values. To us, it isn't the amount of gift or the value that the girls are receiving, Flores Gonzalez said. It's the love they receive it. It meant the world to us. We see their smiles and the lifelong friendship we have made with Alvin and his wife. When he came to say goodbye, both families agreed to meet again. In fact, they've already scheduled their next reunion for the end of May. Until then, Benberg hopes his story will inspire others to take break from their busy lives and find a way to make someone else's day a little bit better. There's so much sadness in the world right now. The world is freaking mess, he said. It's really not hard to spread kindness. And you can never underestimate the impact even just a smile will have on someone's day. Here at Light Plus Up, we really want to go ahead and thank Alvin and his wife for being an inspiration for all of us. Just like they said, the world is in a freaking mess right now. And if you are able to spread the kindness, do not underestimate the impact. You might just simply be the savior or the Santa Claus that somebody else is looking forward to. Now, with that being said, let's take a short break before we jump into our main segment of how to break away from your everyday anxiety. Welcome back. Now, let's start with a quote. You don't have to control your thoughts. You just have to stop letting them control you, said Dan Millman. Let me ask all of you, do you feel anxious or stressed by thinking about your work? Have those feelings begun to take over all your other emotions? Do you feel less and less interested in engaging in any activities or commitments that used to bring you joy? If your answer is yes to any of these questions, I sh- assure you that you are not alone. According to the newest data released by stress.org, workers identify that their jobs are extremely stressful, and 26% of workers said that they were very often burned out or stressed out by their work. These workers also reported 
their work-related stress have direct negative impacts on their financials and even friendships or relationships. In this day and age, cases of work-related anxiety and stress continue to rise in our society. So, how does one overcome such challenges? Throughout my career as a financial executive and a life coach, I have either experienced significant setbacks due to work stress or encounter someone who does. Over the years, I have met many people who successfully overcome their anxieties and achieve excellence, while many others fail. To help myself and those I care about, I was determined to overcome my anxiety and work stress. After research and consultation with various professionals, I have developed a simple guide of three easy keys to assist others in overcoming their. Work stress and anxiety. Now let me start sharing by key number one: pre-plan and time management. Benjamin Franklin once said, "By failing to prepare, you're preparing to fail." Have you ever reviewed your day and see what the major stress factors at work are? Is it the approaching deadline of projects? How about the sudden fires you have to put out? Maybe being appointed to take over the mess that your direct reports or peers made. How often do you feel like you failed to achieve anything you set out to do at the end of the day, even though you have been working nonstop? These surprises and stress surely contribute to placing tolls on your emotion. These are just some typical examples that most people feel in their workday. However, How many of them actually took the time to review and prepare for such surprises, and maybe even prevent them in the first place? Anxiety and stress can be caused by the need for sudden reaction to unforeseen events. Think about it. How do you feel if you assume that you may be attacked randomly at any time? Do you feel happy or positive? Or do you live under constant stress and pressure because you are walking on the edge? At all time, pre-planning your day at the start and creating an agenda often prepare you to be ready for surprises without losing your day's objectives. Once you set your objectives at the start, it's time to set a schedule in place through the effective time management. In my previous episode, three keys to master time management, I discussed the importance of time management and effective scheduling. Being fully aware of available time and effectively allocate them will provide a sense of security and peace of mind. Imagine that you have sudden request from your manager out of blue to solve an issue that you are not prepared for. As you examine your schedule and you found that you have sufficient time to deal with that sudden crisis without impacting the rest of your pre-planned activity. Wouldn't you feel much less stress knowing your day wasn't impacted? Even you have a situation that may impact other schedules. With your schedule at hand, you can easily communicate with your manager directly and deliver a clear expected timeline for delivery, instead of making promises on the spot and stress all about it afterward. Having total control of time is very important, but sometimes. Pulling yourself out of the work is also equally essential. Key number two: 
Pull self out of environment. Do something nice for yourself today. Find some quiet. Sit in stillness. Breathe. Put your problems on pause. You deserve a break. Said by Akira Brost. Imagine that you are feeling stressed from the overwhelming workload. Do you feel more relaxed as you stare at the mountains of unfinished paperwork? Or do you feel more stressed as you look across the room and see your manager stares at you while trying to complete the assignment on time? If you remain in the same environment that stress you, your brain will continue to remain in the same state to cope with the environment. If you are on the battlefield, your brain will remain in combat mode. If you're walking in the dark alley, your brain will remain in alert for any sudden danger. If you're being overwhelmed in the office, how can your brain adjust to its primal state if you just remain in the same environment? Like Einstein said, we cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we use when we created them. Being able to pull yourself out of anxious environment will allow your brain to have the opportunity to reset to its primal state. Taking yourself out of the stressful workplace and enjoying a short walk in the garden or even a local thrift store will allow your brain to adjust to a new environment. Remember, sometimes stress factors pile up and accumulate, which will take an even longer time for your brain to adjust back. When's the last time you went home tired and still feeling stressed out? Were you able to forget about the work immediately and adjust toward your family? Or did you carry that negative feelings home? Now ask yourself, did you give your brain a chance to reset during that day? No, right? So next time when lunchtime approaches, appreciate it and take a break from your office and give yourself the best chances to face your stress factors upon return. Now let's talk about the last key but not the least. Talk, talk, and talk. Imagine you keep pumping air into the bowl way over its capacity. What do you think will happen? We all heard the famous NYC catchphrase, see something, say something. We're fully aware if we see something suspicious or dangerous, we will alert others right away. How about if we see ourselves in danger or burnout? Do you alert others? When dealing with stress and anxiety, one of the common mistakes that we have experienced is the lack of communicating the concern with others. If you are hungry, you will talk to your family or even call for food order, right? If your car breaks down, you will discuss the issue with your auto shop. If you are sick, you will definitely go over your symptoms with your primary physician. But when's the last time you proactively reach out to another to discuss your work anxieties and stresses. Work stress and anxiety are like the helium that you pump into the balloon, which is you. If you keep pumping without release, what will be the consequences? Even if the balloon hasn't popped, it surely will be stretched and stretched beyond comfort and shape will become to deform, right? It is important to release these negative feelings through genuine conversations regularly before exceeding maximum capacity that one can possibly hold. Regular conversations to relieve work stress and anxiety is important. But still, 
if one doesn't confront the stress factors with effective communication, these feelings will just come right back after a while. If your stress factor is the expectation set forth by your manager, it may be wise to communicate with your manager to see how you can be supported. If your coworker causes you work stress and anxieties, maybe it's best to communicate with them or alert the proper department to resolve them. Many of the stress may have resulted from pressure of knowing the stress factors but not doing anything about it. Your brain and body know the resolutions, but failing to act accordingly will only increase the anxiety level. For example, if you know you're heading the wrong path, do you feel good about it? Or are you consistently being reminded by your subconscious that you're heading the wrong way? Sometimes your work anxiety may be overcome by simply following your brain and take the step in the right direction. Now for the past 17 years, as a finance executive and a life coach, I dedicated myself to helping others to achieve success in personal, financial, and career. I have experienced and met many individuals who were challenged by work-related stress and anxiety throughout my career. I have seen how those negative feelings impact both selves and others that we care about. To overcome these challenges, one can start by implementing the three simple keys we just spoke about to lift their day. So next time, when you are feeling all burnout, out, let me ask you, what are you going to do about it? All right. I hope everyone will enjoy this episode. It's especially fitting after I took a whole entire month of hiatus that I hope that if anybody is going through the same type of stress or anxiety as I did, this will be something to help you to live your day a little better. Now, as I previously mentioned, there are tons of questions, which I love it. Do not ever stop sending them, of course, that I will be going through our mailbag next episode on next Wednesday. So before then, if you have a questions and you really want us to answer, make sure that you just send me an email or podcast, lifeplusup at gmail.com, or you can simply DM me on Instagram, Facebook, or even join our Patreon. Now, with that being said, I hope everyone have a great week, and I look to see all of you next Wednesday at Life Plaza Podcast. Take care. As we're wrapping up this episode, I want to thank and remind all the listeners that in the description, you'll be able to find the overview of our contents, the links to positive news and resources, and most importantly, the show notes that I publish on Medium. Our music are being brought by Scott Holmes from scottholmesmusic.com. And if you have a question for my guests or for myself, please email me at podcastlifeplusup at gmail.com or find me on Instagram or simply by clicking on the voice link in the description. If you find this podcast informative and helpful, please follow and subscribe through your favorite podcast platform and share with someone that you really think this can help. If you want to support, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or simply by clicking on the donation button. Now, we'll see you all next Wednesday. Until then, remember, success without fun never lasts. And fun without success is not really too much fun. 
So let's have a fun and a successful podcast together.